So here's the secret about being anything but like a superstar in the writing world. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to come up with your own products and your own marketing because like other people are not being paid to do that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's all you. Right. And I know quote mugs are questionable, like in their wisdom. Okay. But I know what I would want to put on a mug that I have written. Sweep me into an alternate universe in which all of this happens. Mm-mm. I like it. Yeah, it's from it's from a poem called Starlight, in which one of the lines is, sweeping me into a universe in which all of this happened. Mm-hmm. And that poem is actually the epigraph. Yes, I put my own poem as the epigraph to my book, which is coming out on November 5th. Hey! Woo! It's called The Sacred Art of Trespassing Barefoot, and there will be signed copies probably available on my website, and not signed copies available elsewhere. Yes. So excited. Yes. Sweep me into an alternate universe. Oh, wait, I'm already there. This is so <laughs> exciting. Ugh. And it's happening four days before my 25th. So Get just it. under the wire. Hey. I'm so excited. Book out before 25. It's like ring by spring, but a little different. My name is Heidi and my book is coming out in a week and a half. Number and I finally got an SAT score I'm okay with. Woo! We're pretty obsessed with books and movies and music. And every episode we talk about things that we enjoy. Be warned, there are spoilers ahead. I came in too early and decided I had to keep going. Because <laughs> I couldn't drop back out. <laughs> yeah, no. You can't beat spoilers ahead. I mean, that's also me in every musical I'm in. I'm like, oh, I don't sing this line. <laughs> and I, oh. <laughs> I would also like to point out that we were just talking and like for about an hour or so. And I'm like, wait, she like started a sentence. I'm like, wait, cold open. Yeah. (laughs) This is how we record these. Here's the thing about us. We're extremely professional in the sense that we're not being paid (laughs) and yet we're still here. Guys, this is the 37th episode. We're doing so good. And this is right. this has definitely been on, like, we have a list of things yeah. we want to cover during this yeah. podcast. The book has been on this list from the beginning. And yes. I wore my t-shirt for this book and for the movie. My shirt is army green and it says strong female protagonist. And sometimes that, that phrase gets a bad rap, okay? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's taken to mean, like, a female protagonist that's basically a guy, but a girl. Mm-hmm. This book, I think has the epitome of a strong female protagonist yeah. who is strong and female and, and protagonist. protagonist. That's right, guys. We're covering what might be my favorite, like, first book in a series of uh-huh. all time. Lucy Maud Montgomery's Anne of Green Gables. Excellent. Oh. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Lord in oh. heaven. Okay, first off, the first chapter's ending. What a setup. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Shall, shall you read it? All right. So said Miss Rachel to the wild rose bushes out of the fullness of her heart. But if she could have seen the child who was waiting patiently at the bright river station at the very moment, her pity would have been still deeper and more profound. Miss Rachel is pitying the poor child who has to live with Matthew and Marilla Cuthbert, thinking that it's going to be a boy. Mm-hmm. And out comes 
Anne Shirley. Anne with an E. Anne with an E. <laughs> oh, so here's Anne a fun story. Huh. Um, my mom put an E in her middle name, Anne, when she got married, like, because you have to change your name. Yeah. You can change your name anyway. And she wanted to be Anne with an E. So she just oh. made it happen. <laughs> I love it. That's Anne Shirley energy if I've ever seen it. Oh, Anne Shirley energy. What a mood. What a baller. <laughs> I'm already here, so. <laughs> like, well, Anne N looks dreadful. Yeah. But Anne and E looks so much more distinguished. And you're like, you're not wrong. Yeah. I want to read a sentence, a couple sentences from the opening chapter because they're just so good. Mm-hmm. And like, th- these really give a sense of like, the sarcastic, mm-hmm. but not mean sarcastic, mm-hmm. that this book is full of. Okay, so two two different places in the opening chapters. Okay. There are plenty of people in Avonlea and out of it who can attend closely to their neighbor's business by dint of neglecting their own. But Miss Rachel Lind was one of those capable creatures who can manage their own concerns and those of other folks in the bargain. <laughs> you, cannot, you cannot get better than that. You can only get no. different. For example... A different. A different. Well, we're not getting a girl, said Marilla, as if poisoning wells were a purely feminine accomplishment and not to be dreaded in the case of a boy. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. feminine accomplishments, knitting, embroidery, poisoning wells. <laughs> Honestly? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, just this little bit. Is this your first time through? Yeah. You're in for a treat. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> maple candy. This is at the um the train station when Matthew is picking up uh, Anne. I'm sorry I was late, he said shyly. Come along, the horse is over in the yard. Give me your bag. Oh, I can carry it, the child responded cheerfully. It isn't heavy. I've got all my worldly goods in it, but it isn't heavy. And if I if it isn't carried in just a certain way, the handle pulls out. So I'd better keep it because I know the exact knack of it. It's an extremely old carpet bag. Oh, I'm very glad you've come. Even if it would be nice to sleep in a wild cherry tree. Just... And Shirley. Just the... (laughs) You know, I I should probably carry it. It's got a weird handle. I I know the exact knack of it. I would have liked to sleep in a wild cherry tree. (laughs) Uh, And Shirley energy is intense. I really like this... Like, this is part of two sentences. Mm Mm-hmm. As if they expected him to gobble them up at a mouthful if they ventured to say a word. Matthew Cuthbert, the shyest man on earth. That's how girls think of him. This was the Avonlea type of well-bred little girl. But this freckled witch was very different. <laughs> this freckled witch. I love Matthew. Like, in the opening ones, his ex- explanations of her Aww. are so cute. And Ma- like <laughs> Matthew was not used to deciding on the tint of ladies' tresses. But in this case, there couldn't be much doubt. <laughs> Oh, Anne. Matthew, however, was spared the ordeal of speaking first, for as soon as she concluded that he was coming to her, she stood up grasping with one thin brown hand the handle of the shabby old-fashioned carpet bag. The other she held out to him. Mm. I'm like, that's such a mood. Yes. Matthew, okay. I'm going to say it. I think this book has the very best cast of characters. Mm-hmm. W- one of the best, because there's Rachel Lind, who's just incredible like yeah. i don't like her but yeah, i but love incredible. her incredible uh marilla and matthew so good marilla who's like shivers. right they're so good marilla who's like sunshine is yeah. too dancing and they get stuck with and blessed with Anne shirley who is made of rainbows <laughs> oh, oh also i'm i'm not 
totally sure that there is a better character in literature than Diana Barry. Like, a better mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, there's Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. Diana Barry. Yeah. <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's it. That's the scale. Mm-hmm. Samwise, Diana, no one else. Yeah. Okay, because this is like... this is Everybody f- else is in Gollum's cave. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> This is this is Anne before she meets Diana, just mm-hmm. talking about like how she was excited mm-hmm. to live in Green Gables. <laughs> before she knows that they are going to keep her. Mm-hmm. There's no use in loving things if you have to be torn from them, is there? And it's so hard to keep from loving things, isn't it? That was why I was so glad when I thought I was going to live here. I thought I'd have so many things to love and nothing to hinder me. Mm. This child's 11. Like, this is the thing she's thinking of at the age of 11. You just want to hug her. Yes. One second. I just have one little, and it's literally right after the witch line. So good. (laughs) But this freckled witch was very different, and although he found it rather difficult for his slower intelligence to keep up with her brisk mental processes, he thought that he kind of liked her chatter. So he said as shyly as usual, Oh, you can talk as much as you like. I don't mind. It's like just <sighs> his warming up to her as she's talking about all these lovely things and naming the pond and naming everything. He's just so like, well, she's quite lovely, this one. <laughs> so, yes, excellent. Matthew is the best. However, Diana. <laughs> so, and then after she accidentally gets Diana drunk and <laughs> it, her mom is Big like, mood. <laughs> her mom is like, you can't see Diana anymore. Yeah. Diana can't talk to you at all. They have to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. They're very dramatic, but I love Diana so much. But love it. Okay. Diana, will you promise faithfully never to forget me, the friend of your youth, no matter what dear friends may caress thee? Indeed, I will, sobbed Diana, and I'll never have another bosom friend. I don't want to have. I couldn't love anybody as I love you. Oh, Diana, cried Anne, clasping her hands. Do you love me? Why, of course I do. Didn't you know that? No. No. No! (laughs) Anne drew a long breath. I thought you liked me, of course, but I never hoped you loved me. Why, Diana, I didn't think anybody could love me. Nobody has ever loved me since I can remember. Oh, this is wonderful. (laughs) And I just want to grab her and hug her. I love you, Anne. (laughs) I just love her so much. And then when Minnie Mae gets croup and Anne's like, she really did feel sorry for Minnie Mae, but also it was such a pretty night. Yeah. (laughs) I love Anne. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Gilbert Blythe. Let's add him to the cast of Perfect People. Oh, yes. Gilbert Blythe. Wow. <sighs> He's so great. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anne is so petty, and Gilbert is oh so good. Just. I can't. He's a big mood. Look, if you haven't read this book, if you haven't watched the Megan Follows version of Anne of Green Gables... You need to, because Gilbert Blythe cannot be explained in words. What you got to understand <laughs> is, he's perfect for Anne. Uh-huh. And he's a great dude. And the only reason he's he's put on such a long string is because this is Anne Shirley, who has never been treated nicely by anyone in her yes. life. Who, the first person she knows that loves her, she's 11, and it's her friend who lives next yeah. door. Like, Marilla can't even tell her. Yeah. For 
years mm-hmm. and Matthew is the first person who ever gets her a gift and mm-hmm. that is the only reason that Gilbert is kept on such a long string mm-hmm. but you know what the carrot on a stick is worth it yep because oh my god oh my god Gilbert Blythe just and Shirley what are you doing <laughs> we were playing Camelot and our boat sunk now if you don't mind <laughs> like <laughs> And you have no room to be this rude right now. Oh, my God. You are in serious danger. <laughs> you do not have the right. <laughs> Friggin' Gilbert. We're meant to be friends, Anne. You've thwarted destiny long enough. It's just... What a line. What a guy. What a dude. What a guy. <laughs> my, what a guy. Gilbert. Gilbert. Diana. I've never heard him apologize for anything before. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Th- if this quote doesn't doesn't move you, I may have misunderstood your entire school experience because this is definitely <laughs> one of them oh, quotes no. that moves me yep. every time. I should just like to see anybody dare to write my name up with the boys. Not, of course, she hastened to add, that anybody would. Anne sighed. She didn't want her name written up, but it was a little humiliating to note that there was no danger of it. <laughs> <laughs> middle school am i right mm. it's the worst and also every friendship has an Anne and a diana Anne, who doesn't realize that lots of people have a crush on her and diana whose name is written up in half a dozen take notices <laughs> also oh. the matthew school of critics oh i think you'll do fine oh i think you'll do fine <laughs> you'll do great you're the best <laughs> oh go ahead keep talking i don't mind it Oh, you're good. I love their friendship so this much. This freckled witch. <laughs> I just... Uh. Okay, I love oh. Diana Barry, and she does oh, yeah. not get enough appreciation in the literature world because Anne overshadows her. But you know what? Anne overshadows her. Here's the thing. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> this is my hot take. <laughs> Anne Shirley would not have become, like, the adult she is right. if she didn't have Diana yeah. around. And, like, it had to be Diana because Ruby Gillis is trash. Yes. And Josie Pye is trash. And Jane Andrews is a bore. So all we have is Diana Barry. Oh my god, Jane Andrews, if she could do anything interesting in her life. You'll notice I'm talking about them like we're gossiping about friends, because that's how these characters feel. Like, they're real people. Oh my god, I love it. So, like, it uh, feels like real people. Yeah, you're, (laughs) I'm gonna tell you, like, when you're done with this one, you're in for a treat for the next two. Like, there's seven books in this series, and like, once Anne is an adult and like, married with kids, Uh it's like, it's a little less interesting uh-huh. for me. It's worth reading through once. Right. But like the first three, I just constantly on a cycle. Right. Because, uh, Anne goes to college. Anne does things after college. Excellent. So good. And Excellent. like so many characters that you're like, there's no way anyone's ever going to be as interesting as <laughs> Diana Barry. And then someone else rolls up and you're like, the diss chick's got it going on too. <laughs> hey, she's cool. Hey, Charlie Sloan. Oh, okay, this is not from Anne of Green Gables, but you just need to know how good it is. This is from what, one of the later books. Uh-huh. Mrs. Lind is like, I'm glad she turned Charlie down. I mean, Charlie Sloan is a respectable person, but at the end of the day, he's a Sloan. Marilla understood. Sloans are Sloans. <laughs> Sloans. <laughs> Sloans are Sloans. Any Avonlea person would understand. Oh. They can be good, honest, respectable people, but at the end of the day, a Sloan is a Sloan, Sloan. and that is all they will ever be. (laughs) And it's just like, uh, every small town. Yep. All those pie girls are cheats. Every one of them Gillis girls. (laughs) 
It's just like Anne Shirley the orphan oh. comes in and everyone's like, well, we don't know what the Shirleys are like. And Anne's like, oh, me neither. They're all dead. <laughs> oh, I don't either. <laughs> Turns out it's going to be a surprise for everyone. <laughs> Turns out I'm the example. <laughs> Hooray. Diana Berry, who got her black eyes and black hair from her mother and her cheery disposition from her father. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my God. There's really nothing to say bad about this book. Like, No. Ugh. No. It's just not. delightful. It really, really, really hits home. Hits me where I live. And every time I reread it, it's one of those books that like, I think I've built it up in my head. Mm-hmm. I have not. And then you haven't. Yeah. Yep. Like the language is great. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's so many great funny things that happen. And like she really captures what it's like to be 11 mm-hmm. and then 12 and then 13 and then 14 yeah. all the way up until like Anne's 20s and oh you're in for a treat my friend <laughs> just oh my god it's like I need a book that has things that happen like it needs yeah. to have a plot but I also need a book where like I don't have to be sad yeah have we got a book for you this one mm-hmm <laughs> And thinking about, like, strong female protagonists and also, like, characters that are fully fleshed out and have all the complexities, I want to talk about one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh, I cannot oversell how cool this is. Disney's Mulan. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that movie so much. So much. And it's so short and easy to watch. So easy to watch. Okay, first off, I've been walking around the house, like, waiting for, as I'm, anytime I think about my book coming out, I'm like, ancestors, hear Hear my plea, please don't let me make a fool of me. (laughs) I'm just like, ooh, that's a yikes. Or the mom being like, she'll get killed. The dad, she'll be killed if she's discovered. We can't, we can't. can't, And it's just like, this is so good. Okay, here's It's so good. And also, it's uh, not, like, it's shorter than an episode of Sherlock. You can do it. You, you can do it. It's not that you long. You can do it. And if you've watched it, watch it again. <laughs> and it's so well made. Okay. Yes. Things that the internet has pointed out to me about Mulan because mm-hmm. they're all so good but I want to give credit to the many posters who helped right. me understand how good this movie is. Right. One, the reason Mushu won't get big is because Mulan is the dragon. Yeah. Like all the imagery of her yeah. like with the sword and mm-hmm. she sees like when will my reflection show who I am inside? And then the next thing that happens is she looks in the door and you can see her reflection over the dragon. Mm-hmm. Just saying that, I got chills. So good. <laughs> oh, so incredibly good. Second thing, this movie purports itself to be a musical, but it has half the number of musical numbers as every other Disney movie of the same length. Do mm-hmm. you know why? Why? Because there are no more songs after they see the village that got raised by the Huns. Of course. Oh my so God. the movie is like... And that's crazy because it's literally the song stops there. Yeah. A girl worth dying for. And then the song cuts. Do do do. A girl worth dying. Mm-hmm. The song cuts and they see the doll. And there are no more musical yeah. numbers because war is not a friggin' joke. <laughs> war is not a musical. <laughs> yeah. It's not a joke. It's no. serious. Like... Mulan actually deals with like, yeah, in war, kids die. Yeah. In war, injustices happen. Yeah. In wartime, people who've served their country bravely and are veterans are still put on the front line to die. Yeah. Like, ugh. So freaking good. So good. 
and the animation is beautiful. Oh. It's so incredible. It's such a pretty movie. It's so like I don't wonderful. always like animations because yeah. I'm like really picky with that type mm-hmm. of thing. But like no, I like that one. The same way I like I like Hercules animations. Yeah. Her- well, and I really like that stylized animation where like um Hercules does this, Mulan does this and Prince, Prince of Egypt does mm-hmm. this where like it's a movie set in a a specific culture at a specific time. Uh-huh. And the movie, without overdoing it, will incorporate, like, the art style of that time yeah. in the animation style. So, like, with Prince yeah. of Egypt, it's, like, that scene where um, R- Moses and Ramses are getting called out by Pharaoh when yeah. they're kids. And you can see, like, the two heads behind them. Yeah. It's, like, that's very yeah. hieroglyphic. Like, yeah. that's extremely what this looks like. And in Mulan, like, there's a lot of that Chinese art yeah. style from the from the era. Um, Hercules, obviously. Yeah. Like, it's it's so well done and it's so well put together mm-hmm. that I just can't I can't with and Mulan. like the color. This is such a w- weird thing to add in here about Mulan, but like mm. the color in those three movies are very like continuous. Like yeah. I associate mm-hmm. very specific colors with these movies. Like Hercules is blue and orange, mm-hmm. not like not like Broncos colors, but like no yeah yeah, yeah. but like yeah. blues bright, and oranges like yeah, and then. Uh, Mulan is like pink and blue like basically the dress that she wears when yeah. she's meeting that like matchmaker mm. um, and the dress she wears at the end yeah the like the pink and white and blue that mm. type of and then yeah the cherry blossoms over the lake yeah yeah yep and then um uh prince of egypt is like purple mm-hmm. and like sunset orange and like that type of thing. oh yeah yeah. I also associate red silver with Mulan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like yeah. red red silver blue pink like cherry blossoms yeah. over a lake and Mulan's armor. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um also I love Li Shang. Let's just get that out there. He's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Li Shang. Oh okay. <sighs> Animation's next top model. <laughs> Li Shang. Li Shang. <laughs> Moses. You both have incredible bodies. But there is only one photo in my hand. Like, mm, yeah, gorgeous. And yeah. then Simba comes, come from behind, home run. <laughs> come from behind, home run. <laughs> yep, Simba. I mean, we're, we're, but we're talking about Mulan. Yes. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I really like that when she transforms into the warrior that she becomes, she never, like, she hulks. It's yeah. not, oh, and then Mulan suddenly got a bunch of testosterone. And yeah. now is, for all intents and purposes, a dude. Yeah. Like, she always has her limitations. Yeah. Like, her own limitations. Yeah, like, she still has a lot of feminine energy. Extremely feminine yeah. energy. Like, Ping's not manly. But, like, sh- she's <laughs> so strong and, like, she's so strong and direct with it that mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he's just a little... Like it's just a little different. <laughs> like they say in the junior musical, gotta keep them guessing. <laughs> yeah, like it's literally not a, um, uh, oh, this dude might be a, this, this is probably a girl. It's like, oh, he's just that way. Little, yeah, he's just <laughs> that way. Mm. And also, like, I, I really appreciate that it's, it's always, oh, Mulan can't do what the guys can do, and that's her advantage because she has to strategize around yeah. her limitations. And, and then like, she comes up with like a smarter way to do it. Yeah. The fireworks, the climbing yeah. the pool, the whole thing. It's like, this is really good. The emperor being like, 
You don't see a girl like her every dynasty. You don't see a girl like her every dynasty. <laughs> hey, hey. Get your sword out of the sheath, buddy. <laughs> it's gray. I know what I said. And I'm holding to it. Yeah. Also, Mulan's dad being so supportive. He's like, oh. oh, there you are, kiddo. You get it. Get it. Get it, Mulan. Yeah. And and I just, I want to address the controversy, which is the Mulan live action, which will not be a musical and doesn't have Lee Shang or Mushu. Here's the thing. The original legend doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mulan is based on a historical figure. The Disney version added Lee Shang and songs and Mushu. Yeah. The live action version is not having those. Without having seen it, because I don't have screener privileges, yeah. obviously, this is my <laughs> no. take. No. Uh, spoilers ahead. <laughs> has gotten <laughs> screener privileges <laughs> for this new live action Mulan. Yeah, I've already seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's fine. Yeah. Eh. Thor, Love, and Thunder, <laughs> fine, whatever. Fine. Yeah, no, we don't. But here's my here's my take, my hot take. Hot take. If you're going to remake a film that was originally animated or remake a film that was originally live action and, like, change the, the medium, mm-hmm. there should be a reason. Like, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a shot for shot. Yeah, it shouldn't be like a, okay, now this one is going to be exactly the same, but make it people. Yeah, or a, but a little different. Yeah. Like, What's what I'm happy about is that there's Mulan, the animation, and yeah. then we're gonna have a hopefully, hopefully, yeah. a a more original story, accurate yeah. telling of Mulan that will give a little bit more about like, oh, this is kind of cl- sticking closer to yeah. the original, um, the original story, which I think is really cool and yeah. interesting. Like, I would love to see a live action Hercules that was slightly closer to, yeah. like, the story of Hercules, yeah. in Greek mythology. It'd still have to be pretty different because it's Disney and it's G. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I think that's really cool and really interesting. Um, and I, I hope that it works. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think that this one has way more potential to work than any of the other live action yeah. adaptations. Except for, like, Maleficent. Yeah. Maleficent was cool. I liked yeah. that one. But that was also, like, a, a, yeah. a Shrek bend. Yeah. Like, you know, that was totally different. So yeah. I, I'm not opposed to, oh, this is a live action adaptation. Yeah. It's just that it has to be doing something different enough right. that it's like, okay, I would want to have both of these movies in my collection. Yeah. Not, this is supposed to overtake the old yeah. one or something like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Mulan is excellent. It's so good. And I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm going to go off topic for like yeah one sentence. No, please do. About Hercules live action. I just generally need more good like greek and roman history movies because oh, greek sure. and roman history is so interesting but all the movies are horrible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i hate them all well i feel like hollywood <laughs> was scared to be gay <laughs> and you just i really want to see uh, i'm uh, like it's greek you ca- you gotta be gay buddy <laughs> you gotta you, yeah you gotta we talked about it in world history these men are gay so and european, european. whoa because I also love the idea of, like, the story of the Iliad is that there are two straight men in this entire area, and they started a war. Yep. <laughs> like, there's friggin' like there's Paris only two of you, and Agamemnon. And you still started a damn war. <laughs> yeah. Because Odysseus is over there like, I mean, I'm married, so no comments, but <laughs> also... So, no comment, but, um... <clears throat> Here's the thing, Achilles. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Just live it out loud. 
Yes. Get it. <laughs> can you mix our ashes together so we can be together in the urns? Bro goals. <laughs> also, I want to take it back a bit because I think it is a vast... We're, we're going to tie this back. So Mulan, there were a lot of people being upset that like Mulan won't tackle trans issues because they cut out Li Shang. And I'm like, rolls eyes forever. Yeah. Mulan is not, I don't think Mulan is trans. I think Mulan is trying to save her dad. Yeah. He's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely die in the war. Whereas Mulan might yeah. survive. I and feel like it's a different, it's, it's a totally different, it's story. a different story. Cause yeah. it's not like she, it's not like she's like a guy who was born a girl. That's not at all what's no, happening. No, no. This is it's what, the fact that yeah. she's a girl and will get, like, is not allowed to be in the war. Yeah. It's what so many people have done in history. So many Like, people. so many women have, like... Like that beautiful yeah. episode of Sherlock. It's amazing what you have to do to get ahead in a man's world. Yes, exactly. Wow. <laughs> okay. It's more that. Second thing. And I'm so happy that just between us, Allison Raskin and Gabby Dunn's thing mm-hmm. exists because I wrote my whole senior thesis on it. Excellent. Anne and Diana are just friends. Yes. And yeah. I think that it's super important to be able to talk about how important platonic friendships are. Yes. Like how important platonic soulmates are, as Anne calls them, kindred spirits. Like how important that is because there needs to be space for that. Mm-hmm. And there needs to be space for that in all of our lives because here's the thing, your romantic partner can't be everything. They can't mm-hmm. be everything for you. They should be a really good friend and your romantic partner. Yeah. However, like nobody can be everything for you. And the idea that like Anne has Diana and spoiler Gilbert. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> that girl okay. with the eyes that aren't like eyes like any girl in the Avonlea school, and you're just like, okay. I've never heard him apologize to anyone for everything. And it's like, well, he's going to apologize to her for the rest of his life. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Aunt, oh, Anne and Gilbert are going to get together? Oh, huh? Really? <laughs> You've thwarted destiny long enough. Oh. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah so okay. Um, I don't feel like that's a spoiler. I won't no. tell you which book it happens in. <laughs> Road. Uh, I think you could, I think you could yeah. deduce. Yeah. But, the thing is, like, th- I think that it undercuts how important Diana is yeah. to be like Anne is attracted to her. Yeah. That's my stance. Platonic friendships are a thing. And you can be attracted to people in a platonic way. Yeah. Like, like I ugh. love her so much. Like, yeah. you can love your fr- y'all, you can love your friends deeply and care mm-hmm. about them at the same level. Not in the same way, yeah. but at the same level mm-hmm. as someone you're in a relationship with yeah like and it, that is and <laughs> that if, is a thing <laughs> if Anne and diana were in hawaii and not canada she would have yeah. been like will you be my sister yeah. eventually like they would have denied yeah for sure um, <laughs> they would not have eloped <laughs> like, yeah I, i'm convinced that it's not that it's like this is an important person and i'm not opposed to reading Anne is like a little bit queer mm-hmm <laughs> Um, with like some of her other friendships, yeah. but I, th- I but just Diana's not, Diana. not it. Diana's off limits. <laughs> D- Diana's off limits. <laughs> and also, I like I personally don't read Anne that way. However, yeah. that's because it's so obvious that she's going to end up with Gilbert uh-huh. from the beginning. Yeah. And every time Anne is in a relationship, it's like, okay, what but are also, you doing, <laughs> girl? <laughs> it's like <laughs> rolls eyes. Okay. With 
like finds my old pairs of glasses so that I can roll all four of them. Like this is ridiculous. So <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> and Shirley and Diana's friendship is so incredibly mm-hmm. important. Also Anne and Gilbert's friendship yeah. on top of their relationship yeah. is so important. Anne and Matthew's friendship. Like yeah. my senior thesis was actually about how Anne of Green Gables has every type of important friendship you can right. have. Like a friendship that evolves into romance, a friendship between people of different genders, yeah. a friendship of people of the same class, like same yeah. gender, same age. Um, a friendship between like with a massive age gap. Yeah. Like there's several of those. Yeah. There's massive age gap and gender gap. Yeah. And like, like Anne and Matthew's friendship yeah. is so important and so good. And like, Y'all, you need friends. Friends. You need friends who are, who are like you. You need friends who are not like you. You yeah. need friends who are from your background. You need friends who are not. Like, y'all. We're not saying that you have to have friends who are completely, like, all of your friends have to complete be completely different from you. We're also not saying all of your friends should be exactly the same as you. Exactly. Like, if there should be, like, you should have a few friends that are, the like, it's very similar to you. Oh, for because sure. Because you need, like, similarities. You need, to, you need to talk about that type of thing sometimes. Oh, totally. But also, like, somebody who's completely different from you is excellent in a way. Like, And mm-hmm. they don't all have to be, like, one person is the opposite of me and one person is yeah. my twin. It can that's, be, like, certain things. Yeah, that's not how life works. And yeah. there are a lot of, like, Ruby Gillis and Jane Andrews and Josie Pye. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of characters in this book who it's like, oh, they're, like peripheral friends like they're important to Anne but they're not like (laughs) they're not Diana Barry important (laughs) but like (laughs) they're not Diana (laughs) well like and Anne also getting Hanide in by Diana's great aunt is my favorite (laughs) I like that Anne girl I like her bring her over I like that that Anne with an E Anne you can come over Diana you can come too auntie's never invited me over (laughs) yeah and Mulan like Mulan's friends with all those dudes. Yeah. Like, oh my dudes. God. Yeah. 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 She's like, she's that girl who's a bro, but also like definitely a girl. And <laughs> yeah, same, <laughs> same Z's. Uh, and also Mulan being like, I'm so into Lee Shang and I cannot tell him. Yeah. For so many reasons. So many reasons. And Lee Shang being like, something about this energy is not masculine and I'm digging it. The best part is that nobody even, like, said a thing or suspected her at all until they literally saw her boobs. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yes. Have you seen Asian dudes? They cannot necessarily grow facial hair until much older than than would be conscription age. Right, no. I just, I love, I love that that was never, like, a, like, they never, that was never, like, a thing. Oh, They're like, oh, no, it's a girl. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh, that's de- oh, that one's definitely a girl. <laughs> I do like the idea that the Chinese army doesn't like to a physical. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. I mean, neither did the American army during the revolution. Yeah. Like, y'all, physicals are very new. They introduced yeah. them exclusively for Steve Rogers because he kept trying to join and they were like, this kid's going to die. <laughs> uh, now you um, have to pass a, a physical examination. Yeah. And then man went off and became Captain America. So who's the real winner here? <laughs> he broke the system. <laughs> Twice. Yes. Yeah. And then to kind of bring things back around to show that we are not just talking about Mulan, but we want to have a wide variety of perspectives on this show. Similar to the Huns, we're going to talk about the Mongols. Mm. We are the exception! <laughs> In the form of... 
one of my favorite albums. I mean, this is an episode of So Many Goods. It just came out this year. It's by The Who, H-U. Two of the songs have come out recently. Or not recently. Like, um, we're beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole album is out. It's called The Gehrig. And it is by a Mongolian heavy metal band that mixes heavy metal and traditional Mongolian instruments and vocalization. (laughs) It's so so good. good. Like, I can't explain how good it is. I, like you can only just listen to it and be like, "How I didn't think that I would like this." Yeah, but this is my vibe. Raise his hand. This isn't supposed to work, but it does. It's like salted caramel. It sounds yeah. like a bad idea, and then you have it, and you're, you're like, like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now <laughs> I see. Like my favoriteest mood is. <laughs> is like in the car listening to it oh wow because like you can hear like the bass when mm-hmm. you're outside of a car and like you can kind of like oh they're listening to like a type of like either I like a rock it. or something and opening it and it being like hey 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 and that friggin that friggin what's it called and the that like thing throat thing that they yeah, do the deep like, throat singing oh. and also like that that uh, cello-ish instrument that you yes. can you can rapid play to sound like a horse i'm like yes this is the best thing i need this in all of my orchestras i want it so bad it's also the song yeah. shug shug i always yeah. hear shook shook yeah and i'm like shook shook like I also am shook by this music <laughs> and how shook. much I like it. It's just, it, it's such a weird, like, random thing that I love so much. Yeah, like, I, feel I didn't like expect it to define me so incredibly much. It's from an underground Mongolian heavy metal band. You probably haven't heard of them. Yeah, you have. You're listening to this podcast. I want the Who merch. Like, you know how there's, like, the, yeah. the Oneaters Ramones merch? I want the Who merch, mm-hmm. but, like... The who? Yeah, totally. <laughs> the who, the who merch. Yeah. I, okay. I think Wolf Totem is still my favorite song. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're all good. Yeah. They're I all like really, Wolf, really good. I still really love Wolf Totem and UV, UV, Yeah. I really like Chengis Khan. Mm-hmm. I really like the Garrig. Um, pretty mm-hmm. much every song on this album is delightful. Excellent. And it is really cool to hear a very specific genre mm-hmm. on different instruments. Mm-hmm. Like, Eleanor Rigby did this and it uh, redefined the genre of rock. It was like, oh, okay, yeah. this is about more than the instrumentation. This is about the style. Yeah. And I really like a band taking that and just yeah. running with it. I love strings. I love strings so much. All I don't know strings. what they do to me, but like it's something inside me. Every time I hear a string, I'm like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm down now. I'm like, I can feel my Scottish Highlander waking up inside me. Do you hear the empty spaces? <laughs> that's that's my warmongerer. <laughs> it's yeah, it's an incredible album. It's very different from almost mm-hmm. everything else we've wrecked. We we try to do musical segments on things that you you probably have heard. Yeah. This one get an education. Do it. It's Mulan is from Disney. Yeah. Anne of Green Gables is a classic. Also, side note. The Megan Follows version is fantastic, and we only acknowledge the first two, Anne of Green Gables and Anne of Green Gables, the sequel. Yeah. Which is based on, like, the next three books, so it's not quite as good as the first one. The third movie does not exist. Yeah. There is no third. I've, I have a fun, really cute, quick fact. But um, my mother and her older sister, 
would uh like perform little like plays and stuff and they would act together and it was like it's so cute like they would just perform for people like like their parents and stuff and Anne of Green Gables was one of their favorite things it's literally like they were in To Kill a Mockingbird <laughs> and Anne of Green Gables is Boo Radley I, I like love them so much yeah they just it was it, very cute they love they love Anne of Green Gables that was like their thing so so your mom was not insignificantly happy when when you when you told her you're doing Anne <laughs> She was she was not insignificantly happy. Okay, so I I mentioned that my mom, you know, sneaky changed her yeah. name, Big Anne Shirley Energy. The other thing is that she has said nonstop that her roommate in college, whose name is Kelly, um, they are Anne and Diana, and they are one hundred percent. Except for my mom has black hair and Kelly <laughs> has red. Exactly. My mom is also clearly Anne. She cut her head with yes. a chainsaw. Yes, she's. Very clearly, Anne. So clearly. Um, and I, I love it so much. So, Anne yeah. of Green Gables, Mulan, The Who, their album, specifically The Garrig, because it's the only one they have out. But, I mean, honestly, y'all, a strong female protagonist is a protagonist that has a strong personality and is female. Yes. Strong personality does not mean abrasive. It means that their personality is distinct because it has strength. <laughs> Marilla, also a strong female protagonist. Yes. Mrs. Lind, strong female protagonist. Yes. Diana Berry, strong, strong female, female protagonist. protagonist. <laughs> uh, I I would not be surprised if I wrote my whole darn dissertation on Diana Berry yeah. and how important she is in literature. I would not be surprised if oh. you did that either. Oh. Oh. Love them. All right. We're normally, normally we'd say like, what is your wreck of the mm-hmm. week? But we're actually going to cancel that whole segment and do kind of a mini baby segment because... One of my dear, dear friends from grad school um, and just all around awesome person. My birthday buddy, Catherine H. Ross, her first book, It's a Memoir, came out on October 18th and you can buy it everywhere. It's It's, so good. It's a thing. It's called this. Yeah. So Catherine's first book, Catherine Ross, is Black Was Not a Label and it's a memoir, um, broadly speaking, about black experience in America. But it's really, really intimate. And Catherine mm-hmm. is one of the very gentlest voices in call-outs I have ever heard. Like, she doesn't pull her punches, but she's also not trying to punch you. Yeah. She's very precise in, like, cuts through the BS and gets to the stuff that it's like, this matters. And this is important. And it's incredibly good. I, I don't just say that because we're friends. I, I, I really right. think so. Um. And if you have $12 in an Amazon account, you need to have this book. Do it. Um, I do want to read a very, very small snippet from from it just so you can Mm -hmm. kind of hear the the tone of the book. Right. There might have been a moment when the world was not split straight down the middle. A moment before the when. Where the veil fluttered momentarily and those on either side had a glimpse of what lay beyond their field of vision. Whole book is so good. It deals with childhood and it deals with what it is to have betrayed oneself and to also have been betrayed by one's community and to Mm -hmm. realize that community is more complicated than it seems and like ugh (laughs) I had (sighs) I had the incredible privilege of reading parts of this book as it was in development and Uh also um, parts of this you know reading reading an early copy Uh um, because I got to proofread it and there were so many times where I had to kind of like pause for a second just be like this <laughs> is good. This is a good right. book. 
Um, and I'm so, so happy that it's out there. Oh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you are not black and you're like, well, what's the point? You need to read this. <laughs> Full stop. That means you need <laughs> specifically to read this. And if you are black and you're like, okay, but like, I can't be certain because this is not, of course, my experience. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. It's not a long read. And Mm-mm. and this book, this book is good at cutting to the soul of things because mm-hmm. Catherine's writing um, is incredibly integrous and incredibly honest and, and rich. Mm-hmm. So you've got two hours. Read the darn thing. Read it. It's very, very, very <laughs> well done. So our wreck of the week mutually is Black Was Not a Label by Catherine H. Ross. Yes. And it is available everywhere online. Mm-hmm. You have $12 and two hours. You can read you this book. You got it. You can do it. <laughs> we believe in you. I am a lost daughter calling out to a distant mother, calling out to Father God, asking where I ever belonged, asking who I was supposed to be. Can't speak highly enough about it, so I'm not gonna not gonna try. Read it. <laughs> <laughs> read it. Thank you, Rory, for for letting me. Yes. Go through this book. Also, covers real pretty. It's so pretty. I love these types of color colors covers. It's like matte and white, and it's got like a drawing on it yeah it's got a line drawing of the author yeah so man Catherine's a strong female protagonist yes <laughs> get it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. also her twitter is really good but oh my God. that's unrelated <laughs> is it no not at all also shout out to Dr. Clark who was both of our thesis mentors and who definitely had a big part in my book coming out and Catherine's book coming out Michael Clark get it you really are doing the Lord's work. <laughs> doing it. Roll credits. Our theme song is Downtown Love by Reese from his EP, It's Okay to Be Sad. This podcast is produced and edited by Heidi. Both Heidi and I do pre-production by reading and watching and listening to all of the things. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on iTunes or get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at spoilers underscore ahead underscore. And we'd love to hear from you. Don't you imagine things different from the way they are? No. Oh, Marilla, how much you miss.